This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 15th of September. Justin, listen to this. Mm-hmm. Louis Vuitton has unveiled a new face shield with gold studs. Of they have. The full face shield goes on sale late next month for a lazy $1,300. Oh, Brett, the Andrews government in Victoria have mm-hmm. announced $3 billion support package Ooh. for Victorian businesses that are struggling to survive. We love hearing stories like that, Justin. And we have three marvellous stories today. Let's do it. For our first, Big Boss. Bosses at mining company Rio Tinto mm-hmm. have been forced to resign after the company blew up an ancient Aboriginal heritage site. This is big. So what's the story here? Well, some background. Rio Tinto is the third biggest mining company in the world. And as a company, it's faced some pretty intense criticisms lately. Those criticisms are all because Rio Tinto blew up two culturally significant caves in Western Australia back in May this year. The destroyed caves had cultural references mm-hmm. that date back more than 46,000 years. The initial punishments for the Leadership team, you mm-hmm. asked Justin, they were forced to miss out on bonuses last month. But get this, the yeah. penalties, or lack thereof, mm-hmm. inspired a shareholder revolt. Many investors came out and said, those penalties, um, definitely not good enough <laughs> for destroying a very sacred site. So due to the major pressure that the company's been receiving from investors, plus the government, plus Aboriginal groups, the CEO and other top executives stepped down. So what's the key learning here? This is a pretty significant case study on how stakeholders can have more influence on a company than the law. And how the expectations on huge corporations are changing. Technically what Rio Tinto did was within the law. But Rio Tinto destroyed the historical site without the Mm. consent of the traditional landowners. Rio called it a misunderstanding. (laughs) But their failure to make sure it had clearance from all stakeholders Mm -hmm. led to big questions over how it was allowed to happen. Ultimately this giant error from Rio and the lack of accountability from top execs has resulted in a general lack of trust towards the entire company. For our second story, Aussie bank slash insurance company Suncorp Mm. is cutting 550 jobs. Not great news, Justin. So what's happening here? Well, as we know, banks around the country have been closing branches or have been reducing opening hours. Now get this one. Over-the-counter transactions in bank branches have dropped by 23% over the last financial year. So foot traffic at bank branches is well and truly down. So Suncorp has cut 4% of its workforce because of this. Now these job cuts at Suncorp are following a sad trend at the Mm -hmm. moment, Justin. Many big Aussie companies have had to do the same recently. Yep. You've got MBN Co, yeah. you've got Maya, yep. Qantas, you've got Virgin. So Eden. tell me, Justin, what's the key learning here? Suncorp's decision to cut jobs is being masked <laughs> with a trick as old as time. And that old trick is hiring external consultants mm-hmm. and blaming those consultants on a tough financial decision. This move by Suncorp follows a strategic review Ooh. that was conducted by management consulting firm. How do these things work? The big corporate thinks we need to reduce expenses so we become more profitable. And in this case, case, buzzword alert, they were asked to implement automation and accelerate transformation. Red flags everywhere. So (laughs) although big companies like Suncorp need to make job cuts in order to increase profitability, it's just a lot easier and softer on their reputations if they hire someone else to do it for them. For our third and final story, the owner of TikTok, ByteDance, Mm -hmm. has rejected Microsoft's offer for the app's operations. Genuinely did not see this coming, Brad. I thought they were a lock. So what's the story here? Well, Presidente Donnie Trump (laughs) first set a deadline for the acquisition of TikTok for September 15. Since then, he's extended the deadline, first to September 20, and then to mid-November. We don't know why Microsoft's bid was rejected, do we? We don't, but we do know one thing. They're salty (laughs) AF about it. Microsoft said this. 
we would have made significant changes <laughs> to ensure the service met the high standards for security, mm-hmm. privacy, yep. online safety. Shots fired. Ooh, so now this leaves Oracle mm-hmm. as the front runner to acquire TikTok. So what's the key learning here? China won't let TikTok be forced into a sale. And the US won't let TikTok be owned by a Chinese company. <laughs> kind of seems like a stalemate <laughs> to me. But if the front door ain't open, you got to try Ooh, the side door, said. the back door. So rather than outright trying to buy TikTok, which would mean the transfer of all data and algorithms, Oracle is establishing a business partnership with mm-hmm. TikTok to get the deal done. Meaning Oracle will assume management of TikTok's user data. But it is not an outright sale, Justin. <laughs> and it wouldn't give Oracle access to TikTok's algorithm, which is more sought after than Genie's Lamp in Aladdin. <laughs> Flux family, we have an awesome giveaway mm-hmm. running on our Instagram right now. I'm talking donuts from Donut Time. I'm talking four new release books from Hatchet. Eight liters of wine from Vino Quarantino. And a great plan from <laughs> Pop Wilder. Head to Flux.Finance on Insta and tag a mate to lift their spirits and give them a chance to win. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.